What's up, guys? Welcome to the Zenfos Podcast. Today, we're going to have an amazing conversation. I'm sitting down with actually four of my close friends, but one of them is currently in a call, so he's joining us later. But uh, I'm sitting down with Ray and my buddy Cody, and we're actually, they, they don't know what the conversation is about yet, but in here we have five questions. These are random questions specifically targeted for men in their 20s. And uh, yeah, this is going to be very interesting. We're going to dive into this. They don't know what we're talking about yet, but um, I want to have this conversation because I feel like it's going to be very relatable and uh, a lot of fun at the same time. So I guess with that, you guys already know who I am. I'll just pass it over to Ray and Cody to introduce themselves and then we'll dive into uh, the questions and also Ender, who is on the call, he'll be jumping in later um, and you'll meet him as well. So I guess with that, I'll pass it over to Cody. Um, yeah. Who are you? And who, who am I? Who am I? I ask myself the same question almost every morning. I wake up and say, who am I? Um, no, I'm, I'm Cody McLean and I'm I, uh, 24 years old and uh, run a little business um, and uh, yeah, trying to navigate being a man in the 21st century. Yeah. It's a, yeah. He, and, and he's also very humble. It's, it's not necessarily a little business. It's a pretty, pretty good business. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was all right for being the guard, a nice establishment. Yeah, Cody's ho- Cody's hosting us in yeah. his um, luxurious calorie facility. <laughs> facility, sure. <laughs> home, home, home. <laughs> but lab, <laughs> lab, yeah. Um, yeah, my name is Ray. Um, I'm currently pursuing MMA. So I got an amateur fight coming up here, um, and yeah, just like Cody, just trying to live day by day, figure shit out. Here to you know, I, I used to I actually used to play poker professionally too, um, so learned a lot there. Um, and just through life, I want to help you know, young guys like ourselves, you know, figure shit out. And I think I I might have some some value, you know. So, what did you learn from poker? Uh, with poker, I learned more about myself than probably anything. I would say. Um, I played very high stakes at one point, like in uh, underground games at tournaments. Um, in Toronto, Vancouver, uh, a little bit Calgary, Montreal. Um, yeah, so with poker, it's 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 a lot of it's all it's pretty much all mental, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's a mental game. It's it's like playing chess against like eight other players, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you when you add in like a large amount of money. Uh, there you you get like the nerves right basically mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of risk associated with it and i had to learn how to like do bankroll management that was like probably the most difficult thing i had to learn um bankroll management you can't risk like your whole bankroll on one night right and and as i was learning i was doing that i was putting like 10 20 000 in one night and losing i've lost that amount i won more than that in one night um it like teaches you a lot about yourself and uh you could be like very hard on yourself and you fail but um i was always, always able to pick it back up and like basically survive for almost three years playing i uh, lived in vegas for about a few months in la san diego yeah. uh travel a, a, a lot around canada as well so uh mostly tournament player but when i played cash games um I would play like underground games, just like networked my way up into these like really crazy games like during COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, it was a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of 
degenerate activity that I witnessed. <laughs> I had to avoid. I did a little bit of it, but you know, you live and you learn. Yeah. Um, and now it's just. Why'd you stop? Why'd you uh, I I thought my true passion in life was poker, yeah. um, but I realized that I was chasing the money more than like the actual love of the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did love the game. Like I love strategy competition. Like I was naturally very good at poker since at a young age, I was just playing with friends and stuff. I'd always win. I started at 18 going to the casino. I just, I was always winning and like, mm. I just naturally good. I st- and then I started studying and then like increased my stakes. Um, while I was like working at, at the bank, teeny bank after university. Um, so yeah. And then wait, what was your question? Yeah, so I thought that was my passion and then I just past maybe four, three, four years, I was going through a spiritual awakening process. Mm-hmm. Um, and that started with a, a LSD trip that I took uh, in Bath with my friends. We went on a hike and that, it, that literally changed my life. Mm-hmm. Like it opened my mind and like I realized we're like basically a matrix and like I, every, all my thoughts, all my activities that I do almost everything I do and was like given basically throughout my environment and whatnot was, it was basically not my decision. And my thoughts weren't actually like what I was thinking. It was like outside influences and like the system, mm-hmm. right? The education system, media, all this shit. Right. Um, so then I broke out of it that night. Like it was a full day uh, process. Like it's, it lasts like 12 hours or more. Mm-hmm. And I, like at, at the end of the at night, I was just like able to actually think my own thoughts for the first time. And I was at like 20, 20 like 21, 22, around there, 23. And I'm 28 now. I just turned 28 in, in December. Um, so it's been, yeah, about five years. And, since then, I, I've just been growing more spiritually than anything, I would say, um, uh, while I was playing poker. And it helped because I was able to like do whatever I wanted uh, during while I played poker. I didn't have to like follow any rules and like in any job or anything like that. So, um, and, I, and then I realized last year, actually 2020, 2021, uh, December, uh, I wrote that, like, I, I wrote down in a, in a, in a, in a notepad that I was going to be UFC champion one day, uh, because I've always loved fighting. UFC was like the greatest thing to me ever. Like the, the feelings I felt when I watched it and when I saw a fighter, like truly express themselves inspired me. And so I realized that was like my true passion. I was always very gifted in fighting too. Um, I did a little bit of boxing like for a few months and I was like, I got really good, really fast. And then I stopped. Um, so then, yeah, it's been about a year since I've started training full time, um, in MMA and I have two fights, two Muay Thai fights that I want. Jiu-Jitsu tournament, I got golden. Um, and then I have an MMA fight next month. So I just go by like, I follow my heart. Like I was able to open up my heart and like really f- I realized like the heart is actually more intelligent than your brain. It has more yeah, like, or like mm-hmm. but it's been it's been so like closed off and like people don't really know how to like use their heart and it's more about intuition than than I realize than anything and sure. that's what, so yeah, I just like have changed a complete 
360, like a different path from poker to MMA. And I was like, I, you just got to trust in yourself, right? And it's, it's been about a year and it's been going pretty good. So yeah, that is it. I love, I love fighting. Yeah, it's just you yeah. said like the heart. Like, is that like your gut feeling? You think like the thing that's inside of you? Yeah, it's like, like, like gravitating you towards something. Like that's what you'd say your heart, or what would you say? It's like a combination of that and like I, I can't really explain it, but like when you follow, like when you open your heart, like chakra, um, you're able to like love like yourself. First, like, I guess it all comes down to loving yourself, right? And when you love yourself, uh, your heart can expand and open because it's all, it's all, it's all energy, right? And we all have an art field and, uh, you're able to like use that energy of your heart to kind of like guide you. And, uh, it takes like a lot of, I'm still like learning every day of how to do it, but it's like, it just comes down to love. Like the universe is all love and like, Every single day is just like trying to unlock that. Like you said, you're, we were talking about before the podcast, but like trying to get to the actual deep, like root layer of like who you actually are. And that's what I believe is like your soul, your essence, mm-hmm. your spirit. Um, so getting in touch with that and you can only get in touch with that by, uh, looking within, like nothing outside of you can, you, you can't get any love. Well, you can get love outside of you, but it all comes from within first. So. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's just like constant work on yourself, loving yourself, meditating, eating healthy, uh, exercising, um, and just being kind and compassionate to like everyone. Cause we're all, we're all come from the same place, I believe from the source energy. So yeah, yeah that's, I mean, that's an interesting topic where like, we're, we are all love. I was telling you under the episode today, we're like, I feel like we all are in our true nature. Mm-hmm. We all want the same thing but we mask in different things, right? So like when you're in traffic with someone, someone's like honking at you and they're going crazy, it's like, that's not really that. Because who they truly are is their essence. Right. And if you judge them based on the mask they have under that moment, right. you're like, you're not giving them a fair shot to be who they are. Right. They don't want to be that way either. Right. You know, no one is like proud to be angry and proud to right. be depressed or proud to be, like that's not somewhere where people I think love to sit. Like Mike Tyson talks about it. Um, he's basically, he basically says all the masks that we put on, it's all basically because you're scared. It's an insecurity and it's traumas, I believe. Like traumas from your childhood. Uh, basically, you need to put on these masks to protect yourself, to survive in certain environments. And that can be very damaging mm-hmm. to, the, to the child or whatever the person. And that's why it's so difficult to get rid of these traumas because they used it for their survival. They're yeah. Capable. Their ego and survive, right? Even certain games in society, certain masks help you, right? So, like, yeah. there's like the dating game, right? When you put on a certain mask as like a tough dude and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you're gonna succeed over in that in that game, right? Or if like you're in corporate world, right? And like you put on a certain mask of being super professional, you put the suit on, you do all that stuff, it's like you're gonna succeed better than just being who you truly are, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was talking to some guy, like your buddy that was here the other night, mm-hmm. um, oh, no, yeah about like putting on certain mask, right? And like, just like being able to take that off and be your true self. And like, I think like when you stop playing games, um, you can totally like fully take that mask off and just accept yourself. But you have to like be willing, like I'm gonna put this mask on and I know I'm gonna put this mask on and I, I'm aware of it. I'm gonna play this game with that mask. But a lot of people, they, they go through life and they have all those masks on and they don't know they have masks on. Right, you know yeah. I mean? that's what I, 
felt like before I took the LST, mm-hmm. I was like, this is me. But once you identify as the ego, that's when you're not playing the game properly. Because I believe life is a game and you're putting on these masks, but it's like a play, right? And uh, once you believe in your bullshit or even the mask, that's when uh, you're kind of lost in the sauce, you can call it, mm-hmm. right? That's when you just lose control of the, your reality and you believe your own bullshit, bullshit right? And that, that happens to people like who are very successful, who use these masks to get to high places, right? And you just see them crumble at times, right? Like there's many examples of that happening. Um, so if you don't want that to happen, you got to stay true to yourself and realize that it's just a game. You can't take life too seriously. And yeah, you got to work on yourself and find yourself. There's a Bible verse that says like, what is it to gain the whole world, but to lose your soul, right? I mean, I think sometimes like masks really help us gain things, right? Like you can put on a mask and you still succeed in a certain area, right? You see it all the time where people like, you know, they, they are corrupt, but they worked up into the corporate ladder and, and maybe they make a lot of money or they succeed in some way or people see them as, as success. We're really like internally, um, they might be struggling to talk. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's like, when you take off those masks and you be fully honest and be fully vulnerable, that's when like you can you can really see like who you truly are. And that is like way more fulfilling than putting on these masks and living yeah. at it in a false reality. Right. Because at the end of the day, like you, you lose your essence, right? The thing that you were talking about, you yeah. lose that yeah. and you're stuck in this world where it's like, yeah, I'm successful and yeah, I look successful, but I'm, I'm not me, I'm fake. And I think it's very easy for like guys to put on masks in, in their twenties as we were guys which one is popular um to put on masks and live in those because like we will be seen you know maybe it's you seem more masculine maybe you're seen more successful than we do are maybe you're seen like you know in certain lights mm-hmm. but really if that's not you you're 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 dying slow death yeah it's facts <laughs> yeah I did, I did not expect that yeah, that, 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 that just blew my mind like i, I have nothing to say because that just yeah. literally blew my mind like, yeah yeah <laughs> This is why, yeah, this is, this is why I love having this conversation. Yeah. But I guess, like, in there, so you should jump in and then we should, uh, yeah. Answer it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, jump in, jump in. Yeah, yeah jump in. Come on, come on. Come on. You look fresh, bro. You're good. Look at this. Yeah. Jump in, jump in here, jump in here. Let me make sure. All right. I'm going to do a quick check on. Yo, that was. So, awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was yeah, I mean, yeah. these are things that I think about and see yeah. you think about, um, Jeremiah as well. Like think about it on a daily basis where it's like, yes. that's really what I, is heavy in my heart. Like when I'm making a decision in life, it's like, um, I'm thinking like, how do I make decisions and, and am I making it with my gut? How do I trust my gut? Is it really me? Am I making a decision with a mask on? Yeah. Right. And it's like really hard because like sometimes like, you're like, ah, I love playing poker, but poker wasn't really me. I'm sure that was a really difficult decision to like, oh, yeah. to quit. Yeah. And there's probably even more difficult decisions where as soon as you can't go back to, as an example, like, mm-hmm. you know, like you have to leave something that's, that's permanent, that you're actually taking a loss from, you know, like you could always go back to poker. Yeah. Right? But I, like I still play occasionally. Um, cause like I can make like decent money still, like even at the like lower level is pretty easy for me. Um, but. Yeah, like it, it takes a lot of mental uh, focus that I'd rather put towards my training and like getting, yeah, just focusing on that. So mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's it's always gonna be there for me. I think like I, I just love I still love the game of poker. I think when I'm older and I'll just be like playing like tournaments and stuff and I'll make fun with it. But right now it's it's more about like doing what I can like at a younger age where like I can't do this when I'm older. Right? I can't fight when I'm older. So I go always play poker when I'm eighty years old. <laughs> right now, like Dole Brunson, the legend. <laughs> Shout out sure. to in there. You know, You're welcome to the podcast. It's all over. Can I get a late night? <laughs> no, I've, I've been like, just feeling off, you know, like I was telling you, just feeling down and energy's been off, kind of sick, so took some time and slept and had a meeting in the morning, so. Yeah. 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 All right, so Cody gets the first question. Okay. All right. This is a open group question. Seasons. Open group. All right. What is, <laughs> like what is happiness? Is, is question one. Jeremiah, I'm going to start us off. What is happiness? <laughs> um, see, see, there's a, there's a lot that I think I think it comes down to following your heart to some degree, um, because there's pleasure and like pleasure could be, you know, acquiring, I guess, money or, you know, doing things that are more ego based. But I think when you follow your heart, you you live more in the moment, in the present moment. And um, I don't know, I, I think happiness is just a default state, but like the world almost teaches us that you need to have certain things to be happy. Like you need to have the nice car, you know, the nice um, clothes, like the, the, the right type of girlfriend, the right type of, you know, luxury and status. And that's, I don't know if that's necessarily true happiness, um, but I think you need those things to be happy. So. Really? Yeah, but, but maybe I'll we'll pass it to you. But what do you guys think? I think in this reality that we live in, you need it. You need it to be happy because um, unless you're like somehow like Gandhi, where like you're just so spiritually awakened, where you don't need anything, and like you're just ascended out of this reality, mm -hmm. you you need it to survive right now. Like you need money to survive. You need like all the stuff to survive. So. Um, I think, but we are moving towards a more ascended sense of reality, like the five D Earth. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, um, but basically, we like this reality that we live in. Well, it won't exist. It's a very dense reality, and the true meaning of happiness will change, and it'll be more of, um, like you said, being the present moment because that's all we have, and uh, following your intuition, your heart, and living just out of a place of love and kindness towards each other. And that's where true, I think, happiness comes from, like building a community of like-minded people who like help each other grow and, uh, you know, flourish. I've heard like two things on this. Um, one thing is like, if you wanna just be happy uh, or satisfied, just make progress, right? So if you're making progress towards things that you wanna do, you'll be happy, yeah. right? Um, and then, but I also think that like happiness shouldn't be what we focus on. I don't think happiness matters. I think like more so focusing on meaning. And like if you can focus on doing something very meaningful, that is way more better spent time than trying to be happy because happiness is fleeting. You can be happy, you know, today and then you can be sad today and tomorrow. Like it's like very, very fleeting. And I don't think like seeking happiness should be like something that I want to focus on in terms of like what I, what I want for my life. I would more so look back at my life and say, oh, it's really meaningful. Right. You know, I think like you can get like pleasure, happiness, or you can get like 
certain happiness very cheaply, mm-hmm. quickly. But like, I don't feel like that gives you true dreaming in life. Like Jordan Peterson says, like take on. I don't know if I agree with this, but like take on the largest amount of responsibility you possibly can, and that will yield tons of meaning. And then forget about happiness. Because when you take on that meaning, you will you will yield like positive outcomes. But I, I, I don't know, like, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but, but I do think that like, whenever I've done something in my life, that's really meaningful, yeah. right? Where it's like, I've had a conversation, you know, like with you or something where it's like, or, or with Inder, that's like really, really meaningful. Mm-hmm. Like that to me is happiness. Not like, you know, going to get drunk and, you know, like partying. Like that to me just like, is like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's like, like basically yeah. don't chase, don't chase like the quick dopamine hits and like, have a sense of long-term uh what is that called Uh, long-term gratification yeah Yeah. long-term gratification Mm -hmm. instead of instant gratification um that gives you a sense of accomplishment and yeah that's definitely true yeah like there's a you don't know if you guys know the experiment like the marshmallow experiment you guys heard of that one oh no no like they gave a bunch of marshmallows to these kids and they're like oh if you take this marshmallow and eat it now uh, I won't give you another one or two more, or whatever, in say 30 minutes or something. And uh, some of the kids ate it, some of the kids waited, and then they got the extra one. Mm-hmm. And the ones, and then they tracked their life uh, for like many years, and they realized the ones that delayed their gratification and ended up getting two or three marshmallows, their life was uh, more successful in terms of their metrics, which were like monetary, like fitness or I thought it just every couple of years they give them another marshmallow. It's like damn bro. <laughs> I don't know. It's yes. a flawed study. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah, well, well it, makes, it makes sense. I think if you're able to do because because I think it comes back to the point of progress that you were talking about where if you delay that marshmallow, you're you're kind of training yourself to progress towards a reward in the future. Um and, and yeah I think anyone who's like successful to some degree like has train themselves to work towards a goal and to be making progress even when days they may not reach that goal in the day but they know that they did something to get themselves towards that but um yeah i'm curious like what do you think when it comes to happiness like what is what is happiness to you i don't know i'm kind of like jaded at this point it's hard to give the definition of happiness when you're not happy at the moment well no but that i think that's interesting i, I think like, that's a good term yeah because yeah. you guys are all talking about like long-term fulfillment right. and achieving goals and yeah. i'm finding that achieving goals and doing the long-term stuff is actually that doesn't even bring happiness like that may bring some sort of fulfillment but like I'm finding like more like depression comes from that eventually because then you realize like oh this actually didn't bring me anything because like before you have it you think it'll make you happy but then when you get it now you know for sure it doesn't make you happy mm-hmm. so that's kind of hope right yeah there's no like oh man I thought the Lambo would be happy I'd be happy yeah. the Lambo you get it you're like well this doesn't make me happy Not, <laughs> you know nothing can yeah. make me I think the recipe for happiness comes from like not chasing anything but literally like i said living in the moment and finding what you love to do and living every day doing what you love because i think happiness is not just like with dopamine it's it's literally being in the flow state in a way because when you're in the flow state like 
time doesn't exist. Like you, when you love to do something, I feel like you're in a state of happiness. And the pe- the greatest people on earth found a way to, or found what their joy is. And they're able to do it every single day because they love to do it. And it's a combination of that. And like later on in their life, they're able to say, oh, like I did accomplish it. So it's like two sides, right? Like you did accomplish something. But during that whole journey, you were able to love what you did with everything, like, of your, like with your true self, with your heart, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just a combination of that. I think like you get that sense of accomplishment at the end, but you're just lo- loving life, right? So it's it's about finding what you love. I think, yeah. All right. So next next question, guys. Yeah. All right. Let's do it, bro. It's I actually got I had to head out right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'll pass this over, but uh, fuck, we gotta like, yeah, we, we, we gotta, we gotta extend, this. extend this. Like, I don't know if you guys are gone after my training or like another day. I'm so, I'm telling, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we, we should do a part two, like get Anton in here and like do another one. Yeah. But I guess, I guess for this one, we can maybe keep going. And, yeah, you know, yeah. You guys continue, yeah. but yeah, fucking nice to meet you guys. Yeah, that was, yeah, actually, let's do some quick. All right, back live. So, Ender's question. So, does money make you happy? Sponsored by Seasons. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? I think it does. Really? I think it does, yeah. I don't think it does. Really? Not at all. Well, well, why would you think it does? Because it's like... I think not having money makes you unhappy. Like, let's say you have no money and you're struggling. That's going to be a focus of your life to try to get more money. And nothing else will really matter because you're trying to eat and pay rent and that really matters. But once you have a little bit, like, I don't know, 70K a year, even 50K a year, um, something like that, like, then it's not, doesn't make you more happy, in my opinion. Like, if anything, um, it's like that more money, more problems. (laughs) Like, it's just like you have a lot more issues to deal with. And, uh, and I think it, if anything, it like makes you question a lot about happiness mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh, are you hanging out with me? Because you know, like you like me, you know, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, but why do you think it does? Uh, yeah. So, so I think it does because in order to get money, you need to usually just either be good at what you do have a skill set or have you know, like in, in some sort of way like i think people get a lot of money whether that be like sales entrepreneurship even um for example building a business like in order for it to make money you have to be skilled at it and i think i think like when the process of getting skilled at something is a way to invest in yourself and uh i think that can make you happy not, not, not necessarily actually getting the money but knowing that oh like Look at you, you with your agency, right? Like you built a successful agency. Um, that's incredible, bro. Like, and I think the fact that you're, you, you know how to do that and you're able to, to do that, like when you say that, that gives you happiness, but it also makes you a lot of money. It also gives you the freedom to live a lifestyle where you can travel and you can go places and you can live in nice places like this. Um, and, and enjoy, and enjoy a certain type of lifestyle that maybe a lot of other people haven't necessarily earned. Um, and I think 
I think like there's a motivation, there's there's a motiv- there's a motivational factor to like get nice things and live a good lifestyle because it does in a sense I think make you happy and I think that's why money is important because you can't get there for free. Hmm. I think money's made you happy. Yeah. Money hasn't made you happy. Why? I don't know, maybe it has, but I don't know. Like I said, I'm in that weird phase where nothing's really making me happy. But sometimes I wish I could go back and just kind of start over again. Yeah. So like I was happier then. <laughs> but yeah, maybe it's the journey that makes us happy. When we like when you get to the fucking result, you're done. Downhill from there. <laughs> well, but but I feel like then you uh, there's that quote by like I don't know who said it, it's pretty famous. It's like I wish everyone could become rich and successful so that they knew that it didn't make them happy, right? Mm-hmm. But then you hear guys, that's right. Yeah. So, but, but then you hear guys that just you didn't make enough though. Like I gotta do it for myself to see, right? Mm-hmm. And like, um, and then when you, when you get money and you have like basically like you can travel anywhere you want, do whatever you want with your day. You know, buy whatever car you want. You can do whatever, right? It's like, um, it's like you have freedom, but I wouldn't equate freedom to happiness. I think happiness is like meaning. Like, I think it's a lot deeper than it doesn't matter where you wake up. Wake up in, you know, like a studio apartment, um, or you can wake up in the nicest hotel in the nicest city, but like, you, you're still you. You still have the same issues, you still have the same mind that's messing with you every single day. Doesn't matter where you are, in my opinion. At least for me. I wish it made me happy because it would be easy, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, have you noticed? Because, like, just to give context, these guys are very successful, way more than me. Um, mildly successful. Mildly, mildly, but, but just, yeah, compared to most people in your 20s, like, I'd say very, very successful, but, um, like, would you say that, like, as you acquired more money, um, like, was it harder to become happy? <laughs> Just check. <laughs> we have we have a, we have an overfilled water uh, cooler. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, do I think that making more money has made me happy? Mm-hmm. No, I think it's made me uh, less happy. I mean, it's like. In a way, you have to give up stuff for that, um, and I feel like what I've given up is is probably not worth it. Um, like Inder said, like if you could go back, like yeah, you know what? Like there's a point where I was like, I like hit like maybe 10k a month like three years ago, uh, and I was living in Victoria, and I didn't have to work at all, and it was just like complete freedom, and I spent my days like with friends and traveling to like different waterfalls, and ocean. And that to me was a really happy time of my life because like I had a lot of meaning and I didn't have to worry about money. Mm-hmm. But when you get more and more and more, um, then you start to run over onto it. And I think like um, there's that, that guy that, you know, that thing you sent me like a month ago where it's like, guy. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of guys, right? Um, no, he's like, I think the best place his is 20 to uh, 10 to 30K a month because then you don't have as many problems to worry about. Oh, versus getting yeah. like when you start getting to like 60 or whatever 100k a month yeah. then you start getting to like 
the it's just more stuff you gotta i don't know like yeah, yeah, yeah. i was happiest when i didn't have to do anything and i was making like 10k a month i didn't worry about investments i didn't worry about anything and i just worried about um the people around me stuff like that yeah yeah or even just having like a simple job making about 5k a month after tax and then you just spend it all and you live in a decently nice place and you eat good food and you just do that I feel like that's a little bit more easier yeah and you just show up on time and you go back you clock out and it's an easy life i feel compared to like always striving and you know creating like something big and challenging yourself and breaking down like previous beliefs and trying to get new ones to get to the next level and doing all that shit like that's a lot of tough it's exhausting right yeah at the end of the day you're like you know like <laughs> when does this ever end right because once you're on that like growth path or path path or whatever and you're like you're driven to to change your life in certain ways it's never enough right mm-hmm. and so you'll hit something you're like no that's not enough mm-hmm. you know like and like like i had the goal to like i was like okay once i have quarter million i'll be good and then it was like half a million then it was a million and now it's 10 million once i have 10 million cash i'll be good and i'll be able to chill and it's like mm-hmm. that's and then you'll get there i'll get there i'll be like i want to want 100 million because now i can compete yeah. with like the people that are like you know buying apartment buildings and doing that kind of stuff um and so like it will always go up and if you make that your like sole focus like i have um i think like you'll gain the world but you lose your soul like back to that thing where like you're just like you'll lose your assets of who you really are and what people are attracted to you for and you'll just become someone who's just a shell and fraction of who you are and that's how i feel like i've become right and i'm trying to change that and and fix that because like it's so easy to just like um become super ambitious and just always need more right um but how can you integrate that balance that with also like being someone that you like, you know, that you actually are happy with and doing things that are happy. Yeah, well, I think that's very interesting that you say that because, yeah, because I, I think as, because I had someone recently close to me, like, knew me, knew me earlier, like, in my early childhood, and he said, like, oh, Jeremy, you, like, changed a lot. And uh, it, it kind of hurt me um, <laughs> in a lot of ways because I think, I think yeah. To in order to, <laughs> you know, but, but, but I, th- I think in order to like build a business or get money, like you have to compete and you have to be very ambitious and do things. Um, not, not become jaded, but just be, become like have that hustler kind of mentality. But it, coming back to the thing that like Ray was talking about too, is that really your your true self? Is that really like that childlike who you are on the inside? Um, and like. I think being successful, having money, but not losing that, like still having that childlike joy of who you used to be when you were a kid. I think that's that's my version of success, right? Of not becoming overly jaded, overly ambitious to the point where all you think about is money, um, because then it's I, yeah. I think there's like that other Bible verse too. It's like um, it's it's hard for a rich. It's harder for a rich man to get into heaven than jumping through the eye of a needle. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and then, like the idea, like the love of money, like, is the root of is the root of all evil. And that's like when you value money to the point where like it's you make it your own god, and uh, you're like worshiping an idol. When but can you even get to like let's say ten million dollars without doing that? 
like the people yeah. that I know who've done that, like it takes a lot of work unless you're lucky and you do something else. But like, I don't know, you know, people I know like that did that, they really, that was their life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think together, like you, you almost do worship it because you know about like, yeah, whether it's your business or how to acquire it or, uh, just like the investment side, like you're very thorough at it and you have the knowledge and that's like all you think about, like you're probably checking that every single day. Um, but yeah, I guess we can jump into the next question. <laughs> that's depressing. Second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, not very good. He gets the next you, you open it, but okay. I'm asking you. I'll get the next. Actually, I, I know the question that oh, okay. I, I know that you're opening with, you're opening them with their gifts. Yeah, I know. There's no practice this one. We got two minutes. We got two minutes. Oh no, I don't have party today. This, this, one, this one will be there. Oh yeah? Yeah. yeah. So we'll the word. Oh, cool. Are you happy you're single, dating, or in a married life? <laughs> that's why I said, okay. Um, this is for, yeah. yeah, that's for, yeah, uh, it's yeah but he's not here. Oh, okay. yeah. So, yeah, are you happy you're single or dating? I'm single and dating, that makes sense. No. <laughs> <laughs> Both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, it depends on who, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I mean, like, if you're with someone who doesn't make you happy, that'll be miserable. Like, you just, not that it's worse than being a toxic relationship. Because, like, without going into details, who are you talking about? Theoretically. Hypothetically, we're going to talk about the past. No. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think it depends, right? If you're really happy with someone, uh, then it should be yours should be with them, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if, if they're making you more miserable than you are single, then I mean, hey, you should probably be single. I would assume. What do you think, man? <laughs> I think you're right, bro. You got a great point. <laughs> what did you Quick question. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely agree. But, like, I think. I think it depends on the person that like for me, um, I think I'm happier like dating. Just like like the thing is ideally like in it I think I'd be happiest being married at this age, like early on, like if I got married at this age, wow. Well like, if if I got married early when I was eighteen and I was yeah. that was like handled, I'm already building, don't have to worry about dating. Um I think I'd be I think I'd be way happier because I feel like when when you're in the dating market and you're meeting girls <clears throat> You kind of have a, it's 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 a it's a different sort of mindset because you're you're, like a lot of your your mind goes towards that as opposed to, just whether it could be like building the family stage. You got people who I know, um, some close friends that are married, they have kids, um, and they're very successful. And I noticed that after they had kids, they become they they became like even more driven and even more successful. And it was always something that stood out to me. I was like, well, that's very interesting. Like I knew this guy before he had kids, you know, and he was like pretty crazy. It's usually, ex that's like, I feel like that's kind of an exception though. Maybe I'm wrong with the kids thing, but especially with marriage, people get married, they usually go down. Yeah, they go complete straight. They lose their health. Um, they lose their swagger. You know, maybe they're more complacent with their money. And then I've seen the kids thing where like people get more on their grind with the kids, but I've also seen like 
cousins and other people or friends like it go like the other way too right where they're just not as like they, it just kind of ruins them in a way mm-hmm. but like i think it depends on ruin right because like you said like you sorry that was a shock right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah kids messing with people <laughs> yeah no i think it depends it can change your focus for sure like but i think like is that necessarily bad like do you need to be like driven and ambitious because like i feel like we just clarified that, that doesn't make you happy mm-hmm. like being more ambitious is not necessarily a good thing right Maybe it's like, you don't need to accomplish like the world, right? Like, I think the people that I respect most are like, damn good husbands, damn good fathers. And they're, they're honest people. They're, they have solid character. They're people that will listen to you. They'll be there for you. And like, will will tell you what you need to hear. Not as comfortable. And like those type of people I got way more than, you know, some, you know, super rich dudes, super efficient. It's like, you know, you're not about anything. You gotta figure out what your metrics are because like, I think it's easy to like say make a decision based on like being ambitious, but it's like that's not you should be ambitious regardless. So I don't think like being extra ambitious is like a, a value. Uh, maybe it's just like I'm very ambitious and so like I I like take for granted. Mm-hmm. Okay? But I don't think I don't think I need any more ambitious ambition. I think maybe some like less would do me some good. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, it's interesting when you say that because I think a lot of, I feel like a lot of guys would see you and be like, man, I wish I had that level of drive. Like, even if I've heard stories of, from Ender, but oh, Kobe's always working, like, always, like, gets up, focus. And it's like, it's like very inspiring, bro. Because I, I think, like, a lot of when people look at that, um, you know, like, I, I don't know, from my mindset, like, some people might look at me and be like, oh, that's like, this magical thing that Cody has. Like, how, like, how come he has, like, he's so driven, he's so just set on the schedule and, like, focused and ambitious. How come, like, I don't have that? And I think, um, yeah, I, I think it's a good, I think it's a good thing. Maybe not in excess, like, if it's insane ambition, but uh, it's definitely a good quality to have. Yeah. I feel like also yeah. like the grass looks like on, on the other side, yeah. You're like you're single, it's like, oh, wouldn't it be great to be married? But when you're married, you're like, oh, when I was single, like I had way more ambition at this and that. And so like you saying like I think it would be happy married, it's like I, I don't I don't think like I think like humans we see like the we have very selective focus when we see the positive in certain things that we don't have, right? And then once you get it, like this is back to the thing like once you get that, like, your car, right? it'd be like, oh, man, like, um, you only saw the positives. We get it. You're like, oh, man, that's the negative and positive. You know, it's not that good. So then people will look at you and just see the positive because they don't have it. Yeah. 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 Well, I think your your reason for wanting to be married comes from a very different place. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I, I kind of, I challenge it. I challenge you on that. Not that it's bad to get married or you shouldn't. But I feel like you're saying that because you you really you want to be in like a long term relationship. You want to really experience that, right? But, but I feel like if you had experienced that, like you've experienced it, but like if you experience it on deeper levels, I feel like you would have realized it's not exactly what you think it is, and it's like it's it's, it's not. I don't. Know, it's not what you're thinking right now. Like you wish you would be married, but I feel like if you were already married and you got out of it. You'd, you'd kind of be like Anton, you'd be happy, you'd, 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 you wouldn't want to get married, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, well, I don't know. 
Well, I, I don't know. I think I think like for me, I've always wanted to um, get get married at an early age. Right. I know, so you don't have to do all this other bullshit and yeah, yeah. have these girls and all that, right? Like, I get it. Yeah, because the thing is, like, I actually don't really... I know, it's it, painful. Yeah, it's, it's painful, but actually, like... Yeah, I just feel like I vibe better with just someone I have a true connection with, and... I don't know, everyone does. Yeah, yeah, but everyone does. But I think if you... if The problem with marriage is if you marry the wrong person, um, and then you settle, and, and, and you're not happy, then what's the point of even getting married? So do you regret anything in terms of relationships or marriage since you're 18? Like, do you regret not getting into a marriage? No, well, I, I, I do. Actually, not, 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 not necessarily. Not necessarily. So I think for me, like, I'm, I'm, I think when I was younger, like, I didn't have the mindset to sustain marriage. I think if I would have got married when I was, let's say, let's say you had what you have right now, no one would have known. Yeah. So if I got married when I was. 18, I think I would be unhappy right now if I was married. Um, and and the reason for that is I think I just, I, I wouldn't um, know myself well. And I think having the chance to be single between like 18 to 20, because that, that was always my mindset. Like from literally all of my 20s, I was like, I'm going to like stay single, learn about myself um, and just focus on work. And then in my 30s, um, get married. But but yeah, I think realistically, the thing I would change is if it's the right person, then get married early because you know if you have the right person in your life, you can also learn a lot about yourself and also just focus on more of the family values. Like at this point, you could have a young family, um, and I think that gives you a certain degree of happiness in like the friends that I have that have started families earlier. Mm. But at the same time. This is where, <laughs> at the same time, I think everything happens for a reason, and I don't think you should rush into marriage or or relationships. Because, yeah, even like talking about um, like a recent situation, like I, I was like rushing into something that was very painful, and um, it taught me a lot that it sh it shouldn't be that difficult to, you know, yeah, yeah, it 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 should be effortless. It doesn't have to be difficult, and it should make you happy, pretty much. So. And I think the same thing goes with like, if you're in something and you're not happy, then why are you necessarily in that, right? <laughs> that one, okay. But yeah, I mean, guys, if you guys want to still keep going on this, I should jump into the next. Uh, Let's jump into the next one. Next question, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is a very chill phone book today. All right, sweet. No, it's almost too tall. We're gonna have to go. Oh. Is it two twelve? Two twelve, yeah. So you're yeah, how long we have? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I just pressure people like I gotta get a little longer. <laughs> one, one more. Minute. No, 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 I gotta go to bed. We finished that. Yeah, well, I mean, people trick that out, you know. Oh, that's a good one. Is it important for men in their twenties to be happy? That is good. No, I think like <laughs> if you can just build yourself in your twenties, you can um yeah, just just build everything and if you get married at twenty two and you find the right person, sure, but like what level of girl can you even attract at twenty two versus at like 
28 when you built yourself more and you built a lot of your skills. And I feel like some people would hate hearing that and they'd be triggered hearing that because they'd be like, no, that's my partner and she's the best. And yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like if a guy can build himself up and just wait and invest in himself, he'll be able to get like just a way more high quality partner. And that might be more attractive, right? Like that's something we could all agree on. It's like if you spend time investing in yourself, building yourself as a man, you're more attractive. It's a given, right? Like you, you become more physically fit, you become more well well versed in terms of your stories, your experiences, your your travels, your money, all that stuff will be more attractive. Because that's mm-hmm. you know, um, your character, make some mistakes, go through those mistakes, come out the other side. Uh, yeah, in terms of happiness, though, it's like you, you got to debate, like, oh, like, what if this is all you have, though? You know, so like, we don't know that, like, tomorrow will come, and it's a very easy way to, like, say, look for the moment and screw hard work and stuff, right? Yeah. But also, like, you don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I think I agree with you guys. Like, I agree with you both. Not that I think, I, like, I definitely agree with you both. I think happiness um i think meaning is more important than happiness than you were saying um, and having um just a meaning or a purpose to direct your life to like which one is or even even at any age because because yeah i think happiness can be fleeting right maybe you wake up someday and you're not happy for what's the reason you don't know why um and that can that shouldn't necessarily affect your week or your month um but if you have like meaning or purpose like, like, let's say a lot of people, their purpose is their family, right? Like, I want to build an amazing family, and that's, like, my, my definition of success. Yeah. That you might wake up sometime, and you might not be happy. You know, <laughs> like, you're, your kids are screaming at night, and uh, you're just tired, and you don't want to work. But it's, it's like, the long-term vision of creating a successful family that it's, it's meaningful to you. So, yeah, I feel like that, that was a short question. So now we have time for the final question, which Cody has right here. Last kid. Oh wow, this is a deep question. What is the meaning of life? To learn. <laughs> that was fast, why do you say that? Uh, I think that's all it is, right? I think we're just here to learn lessons and We've chosen before we come here, we've chosen what lessons we want to learn. And we've chosen the hardships and fears and struggles and achievements and everything's already been chosen before. Like we chose it and then we just come here and we experience that. So whenever there's like a hardship, I'm like, no, like this is what I'm supposed to go to. This is what I wanted to go to. I wanted to have an annoying friend who always talk shit and was super drama like I have to figure out how to deal with that person you know or I chose to have this kind of body or this kind of these kind of parents right like this these are the specific parents that I chose and yeah I hate it and it sucks right now but I'm gonna work through it because that's my choice so and then you just learn from that and, and that's the whole point just to experience those lessons right and each time you experience a lesson you move forward in your life that's where you gain fulfillment or you gain like meaning, right? It's like, oh, I learned to deal with this or how to give my family this. And that brings me a lot of peace and fulfillment. That's what I think the meaning of this. 
What do you mean you chose him? In a past life. Yeah, not even in a past life, but more in like, like on, like this is going to sound super out there, but more in like a, uh, like just like your soul, you know, you, you, cho- you choose like your, there's like the soul family theory. You choose like all your friends before you come here and then all you guys kind of like meet up. In, in real life, <laughs> you know, like all the souls kind of come together before I kind of talk about what they want to do, and then you just come here and then you end up. So that's why I think like anyone you meet, anyone who becomes a close friend or partner, it's not by chance. It's like that was intentional. We all agreed to meet up, agreed to link up, IRL on Earth. Yeah, I feel like I agree with a similar thing, but in terms of like say like God put these things in front of you to 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 make you who you're gonna be. Right? Mm-hmm. The guy who's like, you know, digs the crack in the corner, like got put him through that struggle in order to get him to a place where uh he, he's gonna become something out of that. But then you see people who just like go to crack and they just end up OD and die. And it's like, well, you know, is that the intention, right? Um or you see like a baby who's like done nothing wrong. He's five years old, this cancer dies and like it's like, well like did the universe or God or whatever you're saying like choose that? And I think like that's always been like my question in terms of like the meaning of life, in terms of like when stuff goes well, it's really easy to say the meaning of life, right? It's like, oh man, like so long and to grow, stuff like that. But even if it goes bad, right? Like like that could be I don't know, I feel like that could be a choice too. That could be a choice to like yeah, something kind of fucked up, like to be like, Yeah, I wanna in a fucking airplane, like that's how I want my death to be when I'm 20 years old. I don't know. It's it's all an experience, right? I feel like we choose it because we come from the same place and we come from that like God-like energy and we're just a part of that energy and we just come and we travel here. And we we make those decisions to to experience it, right? So yeah, yeah, I think. Who's like I'm not by this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I think it it's up to every person to define that for themselves. Um, yeah, like I actually read a really interesting book about this. It's called uh, like you know Victor Frankl. Yeah. He's a yeah Holocaust survivor, but he wrote this um, series of essays called "Say Yes to Life," and it was this idea that uh, like you know. When you're young, you ask like, oh, "What's like the meaning of my life?" Right? But the question is that God really asks you that question, and um, based on how you live your life, that's how you respond to the question. So yeah, for one person, it could be build an amazing business, you know, travel the world. But for another person, it could be you know, be, become a barista and make people smile every day. Right? And I think that's a, that's a cool thing about. Um, about having freedom is like you can choose what the meaning of your life wants to be but yeah i think something that's maybe related to happiness is able being able to contribute because when i look at the world um i see a lot of good in it but i also see it as like a pretty messed up place (laughs) and uh yeah i I guess like the thing i'm realizing more and more is like i don't necessarily there's a lot of things I just don't understand about the world. Like I thought I knew a lot when I was 20. I didn't know anything. And then now I'm like, man, I just, I just don't really 
to know that much more. Probably not even less now. <laughs> I, I, know, I know way less now. So. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, yeah, maybe it does come down to learning, like learning about what this is and what you want to do and how you want to live and how you want to contribute. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I guess I don't want to get on the biblically, but I do think that the, like following certain, um, actually, yeah, following the Bible, like, it, I think there are things in there that can help you live a more peaceful life. Um, For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Totally. I think with all religions. With all, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's certain principles, right? That are like principles of the world. I think those are interesting because they'll, throughout time, they've been staples. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you say, like, oh, these are staples and these are still true today, um, I think it's a good question for people who don't believe in that. Like, well, like, if this is all true, what about their stuff? I guess. Yeah, I guess I guess that's the end of the podcast. That was, uh, but yeah, I guess for the outro, quick. <laughs> yeah, so for the outro, um, but, you know, number one, thank you so much for this conversation. This is literally awesome. Um, there's a lot in here that I want to go back, and we're going to do more of these, of course. This is the first of many. But uh, where can people find you on like social, check you out, uh, learn more about who you are and what you do? Andy? I'm off to bed, bro. <laughs> yeah. You can't find me. Yeah. <laughs> you can't find me, bro. Yeah. Um, send me an email at uh, <laughs> No, I mean, I have Instagram, but yeah, I don't have it. Go on all that stuff. Okay, well, yeah, you can well, find me at this this location. One 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 All right, guys, we'll have the IGs linked below. Um, but yeah, big big thank you to Ender, Cody, and Ray um, because I want to have more of these conversations, and I really look up to uh, these guys a lot. <laughs> I really look up to these guys a lot because uh, I just feel like they're very smart for their age and um, how to learn. I, I, I don't even know I'm good with this outro, but I'm just like very, very grateful for uh, this combo. So with that, guys, I'll see you in the next ex episode of Central's Podcast. And uh, yeah, appreciate you, brother. Good man. <laughs> 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 <laughs>